welcome back to a very black podcast where we celebrate our blackness every day in every way of course it's your host jojo always here to do the most so i have to remind you this is not for the faint-hearted or the easily offended because we're going to have some conversations that might get uncomfortable so if you're in the car buckle up and if you at home kick your feet up because we about to get started Welcome back, everybody. So today's topic is going to be about dating. And it's not going to be just about dating, but it's going to be about dating in 2020. The reason why I'm specific to 2020 is because I feel like dating has evolved so much just from when I was jit. You know, when I was 20 years old out here dating, things were just a little bit different. Um, I'm a little older now, so, you know, I've had those years to experience how dating has evolved and it has changed a lot now first before i even get into what i want to say i want to break down what dating really is because i think a lot of people don't know and y'all know i like to give definitions i like to educate y'all a little bit for those that don't know so the definition of dating is a stage of romantic relationships where two people meet socially with the aim of assessing each other's suitability so when you're assessing that person's suitability, you're assessing them to see if they're a good suitor for you all to continue with a romantic relationship, where if that is the case, you then become exclusive. So that's what I want to talk about because I feel like people confuse dating with being in an exclusive relationship. And we definitely need to differentiate between the two because when you're out and you're being courted or you're courting someone, you're supposed to court multiple people or date multiple people that doesn't mean you have to sleep with them I don't sleep with everybody I date I don't sleep with most of the people that I date because you're not going to have chemistry with every single person so when you go out and you date these different people the more people you date the more opportunity you have to learn about what you want and I think that's very important and I feel like that's another reason why marriages aren't lasting as long people are in these relationships that they feel stuck in and they're not really happy because you go out on a date with a person and then boom now y'all in a relationship but did y'all ever really take the time to get to know each other to figure out if y'all were actually compatible because the first date can go really well but what about the second date by the second date you might start having conversations that get a little deeper that get a little more personal and y'all might realize that you don't see things the same or you don't have the same beliefs or there may be some major thing there that can ultimately hinder you all from being in a successful romantic relationship and I feel like we definitely need to get back to the dating phase the courting phase of how it used to be when you would go out and date multiple people to truly figure out because each and every person you date is going to teach you something about yourself believe it or not because in my 20s, when I was 20 years old, I didn't know what I wanted in a man. I wasn't even sure I wanted a man, to be honest. So you have to go through these phases in life to truly figure out what it is that you really want because the things that you want this year may not be the things that you want next year and you won't even know 
because you didn't take the time to learn about different qualities of people and what people have to offer. So it's definitely important to date, and I encourage you to date multiple people. Don't let anybody make you feel bad. Don't let anybody call you any type of name because you decide to do that because that's what we're supposed to do. Now, once you start dating and you find a compatible suitor, then you can now decide if you all want to be in an exclusive relationship. Once you're in an exclusive relationship, that's the point where you're no longer seeing other people because now you're focusing on this person and y'all are building a relationship to whatever you eventually want it to lead to. And it doesn't have to necessarily lead to marriage and kids and the American dream because I know that is something we've been taught since we were really young. I personally don't feel like marriage is for everybody. I don't feel like kids are for everybody. I don't feel like society should pressure people into doing those things because that's the American dream. I did an air quote there. But that's just the way we've been taught. So you have to unlearn that and you have to figure out how to maneuver through life in a way that fits you, in the way that's going to make you and your partner happy. And I think that's something that you should definitely discuss up front before you all decide to be in an exclusive relationship because let's just look at the Jenny May situation. She was married to this man for 10 years and ultimately it didn't work out because she didn't want kids and he did. And if I can find the clip, I'll try to insert it somewhere in here. But there was actually an episode of The Real, which is where she's a host. And she was basically saying, you know, she knew within the first year that that marriage was not going to work. Now, why she continued to stay, I don't know. I don't remember if she explained that, but she did stay in the marriage for nine more years after that. And then it got to the point where I guess they finally just, you know, decided to call it quits because they could not agree on having kids. And that's something that you want to avoid because why give away 10 years to somebody? You can't get those 10 years back. Time is something you cannot get back. So I feel like it's so important to communicate those types of things up front. That way everybody's clear on what to expect, what you're going to get out of this relationship, if y'all are going to be on the same page, if you should even be in a relationship. And once you do that, then from there everything should kind of play out in a much better way. Of course, it's not going to be perfect because no relationship is perfect. It shouldn't be perfect. If it is, then you should probably be worried because at some point things are going to hit the fan. But no relationship is perfect, so you all are going to still have disagreements, but it shouldn't be to the point or it shouldn't be a disagreement to that capacity, if that makes any sense. Like, you don't want to be in a marriage with somebody for five or six years, and then you realize that this person never wants to own a house. You want to own a a seven-bedroom house on 10 acres of land, and you want to have horses, and this person, they just want to rent and travel the world like they don't want to own a house. So that's a major thing that you should probably know up front before deciding to dedicate your life with this person. So that's my take on that part of dating. We're going to take a little break and then we'll get right back and we'll get into some more topics.
Welcome back. So what I want to talk about right now is shooting your shot and women approaching men. So shooting your shot is, I feel like, probably easier for men. And I know that's an unpopular opinion because I know men always say, oh, it's easier for women because y'all don't get turned down. That's not true. I feel like it's easier for men because y'all are expected to be the ones to pursue the women. So when you do it, you know, even if you get rejected or curved in the moment, it's not awkward. Like, it's not weird that you you shot your shot. Like, you were expected to do that because you saw a woman that you felt like you were interested in. However, I feel like with women, whenever we approach men, one, it's always very awkward. I know for me personally, it's very awkward. Like, I don't, I still to this day don't really know how to approach a man. Like, in person, if I see a guy that I'm interested in, I'm never going to walk up to him and tell him that. <laughs> I don't, my friends be like, just go talk to him, go say something. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I am not doing that. Like, I don't know what to say. I'm going to walk up and I'm be looking like boo-boo the fool. And I feel like, he going to be staring at my big old teeth the whole time. And I just feel super insecure about approaching a man in person. I will, however, shoot my shot online because you got various ways, you know, you can go do the infamous, like a bunch of their pictures at one time. Um, I've even went as far as, you know, DMing people on Snapchat or, you know, Instagram or whatever. Now I ain't did it that many times. So I don't want y'all to think I'd be out here just DMing people, but I've done it once or twice. And, I say it's worked out once. The second time around, it maybe didn't work out quite the way I wanted it to. But ultimately, I felt a sense of relief that I made it known I was interested in that person. So regardless of how it's going to go, I feel like it's okay for women to shoot their shot nowadays because I'm not really sure how it went back in the days with women. I never really asked my mom because my dad pursued her. So, I'm pretty sure women did pursue men back in the day. I'm pretty sure they had a different form of doing it. And I I looked that up because I really want to know what that was all about. But nowadays, you kind of got to be creative, I guess. And I feel like men are just looking for something different because now you got most of the women looking the same. So, you kind of want to stand out. Like, you don't want to be just that regular girl and I feel like that makes so much makes it so much more awkward for us and it gives us it adds a little more pressure whenever we're about to, you know, pursue a guy. So guys, just to let y'all know, y'all definitely have it easier because y'all can pursue multiple women. Eventually you gonna score. You keep shooting your shot, you're gonna eventually score. Versus women aren't out here shooting 100 shots so we don't have as many chances to score if that makes any sense so like ladies how do y'all feel about approaching men like i want y'all to dm me or write me on i'll make a post on instagram and i want y'all to comment under the post and let me know how y'all feel about pursuing men like is it something that you're comfortable doing have you ever done it before what was the outcome if you're comfortable sharing because i'm very comfortable sharing I don't mind I know that I'm not less desirable than the next person per se which I'm actually going to talk about that a little bit later but 
you're just not going to be for everybody and that's okay i realize that and i'm content with that so if i do shoot my shot at somebody and i get rejected that's fine i'm not going to be mad i'm not gonna you know talk trash or nothing like that it's no reason to do that there's plenty of fish in the sea as cliche as that phrase is but it's true there's plenty of fish in the sea although myself i'm very limited because i definitely want me a black man I don't plan on dating outside of my race. I don't plan on marrying outside of my race. I don't plan on reproducing with anyone outside of my race. So that limits me just a little bit, but not a whole lot, because there's plenty of black men out there for me to choose from that are still single and that are worthy of my time. So that's how I feel about it. I will continue to shoot my shot if I feel necessary. That's not going to happen very often, I can tell you. And hopefully I don't have to worry about shooting my shot because... You know, I'm pretty sure my soulmate is out there somewhere. If you're listening right now, I'm still single. So I know you'll come whenever it's time for you to come. And however that works out, it'll work out. So ladies, shoot your shot. Don't be scared. Men, shoot your shot. Don't be scared. Because it's enough for everybody out there for everybody. So eventually, like I said, if you keep shooting, you shoot 100 shots, you're going to make at least one. Like, that's just the law of math. I think that's what that is, the law of math. I don't know. Y'all know I don't know. But whatever, it's the law of something. If you shoot 100 shots, you're going to make at least one. So keep shooting your shot, and eventually you're going to get one of them things in that goal. And before you know it, you're going to end up having your soulmate. So we're going to take a little break, and when we get back, we're going to keep it going. Welcome back. So what I want to talk about right now is being desirable in the dating world of 2020. Now, the reason why I wanted to throw this topic in there is because I stated this before in a previous episode, but black women are considered the underdogs. So I feel like that makes it a lot harder for us in the dating world not necessarily because we can't get dates, but because we have to get to a different level to be able to be considered worthy of marriage or worthy of courting versus someone of another ethnicity doesn't really have to have a whole lot going on. So I don't want to be too specific with my example because I don't want to target anybody. That's not my goal here. But Basically, what I mean is a man of any race, not just black men, a man of any race will go out and they will find this woman of any race other than black. And she doesn't have to be working a full time job. She doesn't have to have a really good education. She doesn't have to have a business. She doesn't have to have a whole lot of anything going on. And they will still deem this woman worthy of courting. They will still deem this woman worthy of potentially becoming their wife one day and bearing kids with them versus, let's just say, a man, again, of any race sees a black woman who maybe isn't doing anything, per se, such as working a full-time job or going to school or um, running a business she's going to be looked at as being a bum nine times out of ten they're automatically going to assume she's on welfare 
they're going to deem her as less than worthy of them courting because she doesn't have enough going on. She's not busy enough. She's not doing enough to be considered a woman worthy of a man courting and potentially bearing kids with and marrying. And I feel like this is a conversation that really needs to be had because I feel like we are so overlooked for so many reasons and I don't understand how we got to this point because black women are so strong, we're so intelligent, we have so much confidence, we're so versatile with our looks, like I feel like we are literally the whole package but still we have to do so much to prove ourselves worthy of even being courted when women of other races because they're considered foreign or exotic are courted straight out of their parents house like no matter what age like they could be 25 or 18 and a man will court them right out of their parents house no questions asked don't have to have anything going on and i just feel like that is so unfair it makes it a lot harder for us because we have to bust our ass before we can even get to the point where a man will look at us and consider us desirable. Imagine waking up every day knowing that you are already 15 steps behind everybody else because you're a black woman. Not just because you're black, but because you're black and you're a woman. And that sucks in the dating world. It's made it really stressful for me. And it took me a long time to realize this pattern of how everything worked. But as I got older, like I said, I started to realize that a lot of things that I thought were just normal back then, like these, which really it is the norm, but it shouldn't be the norm. And I don't think it's okay. I won't try to combat it too much because it's really a learned behavior and it's not a whole lot I myself can do to change it. That has to be something people want to change within themselves. They have to want to look at people completely different from how they were taught to look at them. And that's going to be something that's probably going to take years and years and years to do. Now I will say over the last couple of years, black women have definitely started to level up as far as dating, as far as careers, running businesses and it's not that we weren't capable of these things before it's just that we weren't given the opportunity to do these things how everybody else was and now that we're being given those opportunities those platforms we're being put in those positions and now we can start to uplift each other and bring each other into those same positions so it's getting better but it's not the best yet so I hope that that eventually changes in the years to come because I plan on raising black kids. And if I have little girls, I'm going to raise some black women and I want them to feel loved because they're human, not because they look a certain way or dress a certain way or talk a certain way. Like I want people to look past their skin color, which is going to be hard to do, but I want people to look past their skin color and like Martin Luther King said, see their character. Like, I want people to see my kids' character, not their skin color. So, that's something that I definitely feel strongly about. I don't know how everybody else feels about it, but y'all feel free to DM me, like I always say, and let me know y'all's take on that topic, because that is something that I feel like we definitely need to start having a conversation about, and people don't talk about it enough. So, with that being said, I am going to take a break, and then we'll come back and we'll wrap it up. 
right, welcome back. So for this last segment, I want to talk about marriage and kids because I mentioned that earlier and I told y'all I was going to touch on that again. And the reason why I wanted to touch on this is because I feel like we have also been taught all our lives that we're supposed to grow up and have kids and get married and live this lifestyle that they painted this picture of on TV. And that's not everybody's situation. I know people personally that say they never want to get married. And I don't, I'm not mad at them. Like, if you feel like you're never going to be able to be in a committed relationship with one person for 50, 60, 70 years, however long y'all live, then why would you go out and waste somebody's time like that? Like, you're playing with somebody's whole life here. So I respect them in the fact that they recognize that that's not something that they want to do and that they want to live, you know, a different lifestyle. And they're not out here just wasting people's time. And I also know people that don't want kids like they never said they didn't want to get married they may want to get married i don't know i never asked but they made it known that they don't want kids and again i'm not mad at them if you feel like your lifestyle is not going to compliment you having kids i can totally understand that some people feel like they might just want to have some pets some people don't even want pets some people just don't want to have another life that they're responsible for and there is nothing wrong with that and that's the problem with a lot of people today is that they take on these responsibilities knowing that they're not ready for it or knowing that that's not what they really wanted, but they either do it to appease somebody else or they do it because they feel like it's the right thing to do. I did an air quote there. And it's not the right thing to do. Do what makes you happy. If you don't want kids, don't have kids. If you don't want to get married, don't get married. If you don't want to buy a house, don't buy a house. If you don't want to work a corporate job, don't work a corporate job. Do what makes you happy. Just do something productive. That's all I ask. That is all I ask. Whatever you do in life, be productive in society and figure out a way to help your community. And if you can do those two things, from there, it really don't even matter what else you decide to do because it's your life. And you can't allow somebody else to dictate how you choose to go on and live your life. So when your family asks you, when you going to have kids, when you going to have kids, tell them to mind their business. Like, real talk, that's so rude for people to ask you that, for one, because they don't know if you can even have kids. Like, what if the situation is that you can't have kids and you don't feel comfortable sharing that with anybody right now? And I hope I'm not offending anybody when I say that. Eh. But anyway, like... It's just, you just never know what somebody's situation is and you're basically antagonizing them and you don't even realize it because you don't know how to mind your own damn business. So it's okay to tell people, mind your own damn business. Don't ask me that. Don't worry about what I got going on. If I want to have kids, I'll have kids when I'm ready to have kids because it's my body, it's my life, it's my finances. So that's your prerogative. Like, I try not to get too caught up in what other people say. I actually don't get caught up in what other people say because other people don't pay my bills. Like, literally, ain't nobody else paying my bills but me. So, nobody else's opinion ultimately impacts my life. And I don't give a damn. Live your life and don't care about what other people say. Don't let them pressure you into no marriage. And definitely, definitely don't let nobody pressure you into kids because those are permanent. Just in case you didn't know. Just so we're clear. Them little babies, them little broke best friends, they're pretty permanent, okay? So definitely don't just go out here all willy-nilly having kids because you feel like that's what you got to do. Do what's best for you. 
And with that being said, y'all, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up because it's like after midnight and I am tired. But I had so much fun talking to y'all. Also, I wanna shout out more than the Masters Podcast. I'll be sure to link that in the description for this podcast so that y'all can check him out. Cause he definitely helped your girl out with her sound quality baby. Don't she sound good? I know she do. But anyway, I ain't gonna talk too much more. Y'all have a good night.